This is the Strong Body, Strong Soul Show. I am Maria. I so appreciate you being here. Let's see what the journey has in store for us right now. About 20 years ago, I disembarked from a cruise ship in Ocho Rios, Jamaica. And I walked off the plank onto the sidewalk where there was a gate, a huge fence. The poor people of Jamaica were on the other side of the fence. I saw children. I saw people begging for money. I saw nuns in beautiful blue habits. Before I get on with the show today, I just want to comment the synchronicity in life is so amazing. I met somebody the other day that very well could have been in that crowd on the other side of that fence in Ocho Rios. so much for joining me right now in this episode I'm going to be talking about world hunger and I'm going to be talking about discrimination generalizations about whole populations that we find ourselves participating in in our everyday lives I want to start off by talking about poverty poverty in America, in the United States of America. Yes, it's a global problem, but it's so important to be aware that it's within our borders as well. One of the main goals of this particular show, Strong Body, Strong Soul, is raising awareness of the truth using my voice to help you guys, the listeners, find your own truth and use your own voices in your lives, whatever that may mean for you. So when we're talking about poverty in America, I just want to mention right now, Jeanette Walls. Jeanette Walls is an author. She wrote The Glass Castle. She had a very troubled childhood. Her father was very eccentric. Her mother was an artist that refused to participate in normal domestic life. As we know it here in America, they lived in their car. They drove around the country. Her father was unemployed more often than not. She and her siblings grew up in a horrific environment living in boxes, 
falling out of cars on the freeway. Her dad was an alcoholic with a huge interest in science and geography. So he would go driving around with the whole family and everything they owned piled on top of the kids in the back. Once in a while, the kids would fall out of the car on the freeway. I'm not even kidding you. They were digging through trash cans at school looking for food. They had no running water many times. It's a horrible, tragic story, but it is so hopeful because Jeanette Walls has taken her story and created this wonderful book. Let me read for you the very first paragraph of the book. I was sitting in a taxi, wondering if I had overdressed for the evening when I looked out the window and saw mom rooting through a dumpster. It was just after dark. A blustery March wind whipped the steam coming out of the manholes and people hurried along the sidewalks with their collars turned up. I was stuck in traffic two blocks from the party where I was heading. Yes, Jeanette Walls, her parents insisted on remaining homeless even as their own children prospered. Jeanette Walls, Jeanette Walls, her book, is being turned into a movie soon. I am so excited. And I mention this because popular culture, entertainment, movies are such a big part of my life and so often important messages and lessons, examples of compassion and truth come through entertainment. So high praise for the glass castle. Go see it. So yesterday I was discussing with my husband how I was going to do this episode right here. And I was telling him about the person that I met. Our paths may have crossed inadvertently 20 years ago. And I was telling him, oh, it's just like the Captain Phillips movie, kind of. He goes, honey, those people were in Somalia. (laughs) And I kind of, I laughed because I did the same thing that we so often do. Oh, you know, they all look the same. (laughs) It's the same part of the world. It's not. But we generalize. We tend to generalize. And sometimes we are those people that tend to discriminate or pile everybody all into the same group and we make assumptions. So Captain Phillips is such a great movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It is about the pirates in Somalia. In 2009, Captain Richard Phillips, his cargo ship was hijacked by desperate pirates off the coast of Africa. The woman that I met the other day is not from Somalia, but she's the same color. 
I'll be back. So I want to go ahead and I want to include a couple of call-ins that I made to Michael Justice the other day to show you guys. Sometimes we fall short of our own high expectations on discrimination. Sometimes when we are out there calling people idiots for being racist, we find ourselves doing the same thing, like just like I was just saying about Somalia and Nigeria. Michael, it's Maria. I am listening to your episode right now, and I'm getting all riled up to talk about discrimination because seriously, somebody just said to me recently, I released a, an interview on my show, a conversation that I had with Louis Vassell in the UK. He's black, and we were talking about Martin Luther King and discrimination. I mentioned it to somebody recently, and they said to me, they got all offended, and they're like, I don't know what people are talking about. I don't know any racists. They aren't around anymore. What kind of idiot? I'm sorry. I shouldn't speak like that. But then you go off and go cussing about the guy in the car and you got me all laughing. But uh, it's true. It's, yeah, it's a crazy world that we live in. Um, I'll get back to it another time. Bye. By the way, this same person went on in the conversation to say, I'm nice to Mexicans. I talk to the Mexicans all the time. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So let me tell you why Nigeria happened to come up in conversation. It is because I was talking a while ago to my second grade class. I teach religion, by the way, at a Catholic church, just so you know. We're talking about the Ten Commandments. Treat others as you would treat yourself, right? The golden rule, all that kind of great stuff. But I was talking about it recently because I heard a broadcast by somebody out there across the planet about their rules, about lying. Their number one rule was never let anyone know what your true intentions are. Their rules centered around creating a false reality, distract other people from your true intentions so that they will not know your true motivation. Their rules were all about tricking people and lying. I published an episode a while ago called The Golden Rule. If you want to go listen to it, go ahead. But somebody asked me after I published that, what country was this broadcaster from? They were from Nigeria. And I mention this because pirates are an everyday kind of thing in many parts of the world, in Africa, in Nigeria, in Somalia. But the woman I met the other day, she is from Nigeria as well. And she is anything but a pirate. 
She is beautiful. She is generous and kind and so willing to use her voice and every ounce of her energy to help the world in the service of God. So let me introduce you to Sister Victoria. Sister Victoria is a perfect example of how all Nigerians are not the same. <laughs> Those generalizations throw them out the window, people. I am just so excited to tell you about Victoria. She's amazing. And it's so fascinating to me. It's so great how life works. Nigeria. Nigeria. We are all so connected by the same love, divine light, love, and energy. There can be bad people in any community, of course. But it is our responsibility to shine as bright as we can. There will always be negative, dark forces in the world. But it's our responsibility to shine as bright as we can to help others. So, Victoria is a nun. She is with an order called the Daughters of Divine Love. Her order began in the early 70s. It started with just three 16-year-old girls. And there was a marvelous bishop that helped them begin the order. He died about four years after the order began. But his work has continued. The order is thriving. They have more than 1,000 sisters in their order now. And they are present all over the world, helping in Jamaica. That is where Sister Victoria, by the way, spent 10 years of her life in the streets of Jamaica, helping the poor people. We didn't have time to get into too much of a discussion the other day. So I'm not sure if she was there when I was in Ocho Rios, but she may have been. I'm placing a photo of her on my Instagram account in case you want to see her beautiful smile. She is amazing. Her order helps feed the hungry. Their mission, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read six different categories of what they do. Feeding the hungry. The United Nations estimates that 785 million people suffer from chronic undernourishment throughout the world. They provide water. Clean water is so cheap, but it's inaccessible to so many people. Six to eight million people die annually from water-related diseases. The Sisters of Divine Love heal the sick. They help heal the sick 
by operating home health care for destitute, orphans, abandoned children. The daughters of divine love also educate the needy. Education is part of their job as well. Education has been referred to by the UN as the universal passport to human development. Education is key. Sheltering the homeless is one of the missions of the Daughters of Divine Love. 100 million people are homeless worldwide. Like I was talking earlier, remember, they're not just in other countries. Wherever you live on the planet, don't forget that your country probably has homeless people too, no doubt about it. The United States of America is one of the countries that the Daughters of Divine Love helps. One of the other missions of the Daughters of Divine Light is to provide light, electricity, people. A lot of poor countries live literally in the dark because they have no electricity. We take light for granted. So, the Daughters of Divine Love is an amazing organization. I encourage you to go and find them if you are curious. They can be found at facebook.com. Let's see. Daughters of Divine Love. D-D-L-D-E-V. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put their contact information in the notes of this episode for you guys. You can support them by sending money to them, of course. No matter where you are at, you know that there are so many, so many organizations out there that need help. But I really wanted to talk for a minute about Sister Victoria. You can visit O. F-D-I-V-I-N-E-L-O-V-E dot com backslash donate of divinelove.com of divinelove.com All one word of divinelove.com No caps. Here she is for you. Hi, this is Sister Victoria. Thank you, Mary, for giving me this opportunity to talk. God bless you. As I have come here, it has been wonderful. God is good. This shows that we are all one. Thank you for the um, what you have given to me to help to help the poor all over the world. I am very grateful. God bless all of you, and I love you from the daughters of divine love. <laughs> Thank you, Sister Victoria, for everything that you and all the other members of the Daughters of Divine Love do. What a beautiful organization. What a beautiful order. DDL Development Ministry. Their offices are located in Illinois.
so appreciate you spending the time here on the show today. Strong body, strong soul. I hope that what I am talking about here resonates with you in some way. No matter where you live on the planet, no matter what color your skin is, no matter what your financial background is, or your spiritual beliefs, we are all connected. We are all one, just like Sister Victoria just said. We are one. We are one human family. Moving forward with awareness of our own shortcomings. Our own sometimes funny misconceptions and generalizations. Being aware of where we can improve. That's what it's about. Thank you for joining me. Whether you are digging through a trash can, whether you have a blue habit on, or if you are living in a box or writing speeches in Washington, D.C., I love you. We are all so connected. Be careful with the way your energy is shining out there into the world. You are amazing. I so appreciate you for continuing to tune in here to the Strong Body, Strong Soul show. We are just a few days away from Halloween. So I'll be getting to some funny stuff again on Wednesday. Who better to laugh at than myself? (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you're having fun listening to the show. Don't forget to give me a review on this particular show. If you enjoy the content here, feel free to share, by the way. It is possible to share these episodes here on other platforms if you like. If you're on LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever else is out there in the world, if anything I'm ever talking about makes you laugh or makes you think a little differently, please feel free to share. It doesn't matter to me who's listening to my voice. It's okay. You don't even need to call into my station, but if you want to, you can. Don't forget, too, that those claps, if you're on the Anchor platform, go ahead and use that applause button if you like. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a beautiful, beautiful day and a great week. Speaking of sharing, I'm going to share a link to my Instagram account for you guys because I just posted about this event that our family's participating in for the fourth year in a row. Go check it out if you like. There's some really fun video over there. I can't describe it here. (laughs) You'll have to see it to believe it.
Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed what I was talking about and it resonates with you in some way. I am Maria. This is the Strong Body, Strong Soul Show. And from whatever platform you happen to be listening to my voice from, I would so appreciate if you would take a moment to give this show a review. Also, of course, feel free to share the show with whoever you think may resonate with what I am talking about here. You can reach out to me through other social media platforms like Instagram and Facebook. You can also check my website, strongbodystrongsoul.com. Thanks again for listening. Keep coming back. I love you.